come and follow me. Jesus says to these ordinary fishermen going about their day to day, doing what they must to get by, eat, feed their families, and survive. Their ambitions weren't high. The expectations of the poor, ordinary, looked over and passed by. They were nothing special, with nothing much to look forward to. Come and follow me disrupts the monotony of survival and the hopelessness of survivors. And in Mark's gospel, he moves quick immediately. They dropped their nets and left. Andrew, Simon, James, John, immediately. Because they had such great faith? Perhaps. But I think not likely as Soon we'll see in Mark's gospel how naive, foolish, and short on belief these disciples truly are. Naive. They couldn't, they couldn't have known where this call would lead. Come and follow me. Not to greatness or honor, wealth, or power, though I imagine that's what they dreamed of. Come and follow me. If they'd known what that meant, would they have left to follow, rise, then die on the wrong side of religion and the law? And yes, to rise again, but again to die. Simon Peter was crucified upside down. I wonder. If he had told them then, would he have left? Immediately, they went with belief or naivety. There's always a certain naivety when would-be disciples respond to Christ's call. We never know what we're getting ourselves into. When I stood up at Alleluia Lutheran Church in St. Peter or St. Michael, Minnesota, June 20th, 2019, when I stood up there to be ordained a pastor, and the bishop asked if I accepted those responsibilities, I responded, I will, and I asked God to help and guide me. What did I know about where that would lead me? And then here, in this space, in this sanctuary, in the same way, Bishop Hagmeyer of the South Dakota Synod asked if I would serve this congregation. I will, and I ask God to help and guide me. How could I have imagined what my time here, especially this last year, would end up looking like? Come and follow me, love your neighbor as yourself, do justice, love mercy, walk humbly with your God, go to the place where I will show you. These are all biblical calls to follow. But we never, never 
know where God's call will lead. And so if we're faithful followers, we end up in unexpected places. Unprepared, facing unforeseen and often undesired challenges. The obstacles almost always greater than what we planned for. And that was certainly the case for those first disciples that we heard about in the gospel today. We receive the good news, and it is good news. Come and follow me. We receive the good news and answer the call, set off on the journey of faith, and then, then we encounter the world with all its good and evil chaos and contradictions, temptation and confusion, doubt and disagreement, disappointment and grief. The call, come and follow me that once seemed so clear, Christ so close. Then we leave the quiet confines of the sanctuary and suddenly what it means to follow isn't so clear. And the one who called us doesn't feel quite as close. It may feel like the one who lovingly called us from our fishing has indeed died at the hands of the world's hatred. And we may find ourselves asking, why? Why is this happening? Is God still with us? We've all been there. The biblical authors from the Old Testament up through today, it's part of the experience of people of faith. And many of our faiths have been especially strained over this last year. One of the ways that I personally process my own thoughts and feelings, especially in difficult times and especially over this last year is uh, through songwriting. It's just a way that I express myself and I want to share something with you this morning. I, I first wrote this musical piece while I was studying uh, in seminary the, uh, the mystics that fled into the desert to seek after God, seeking God by trying to escape the world with all its noise and disappointment and grief, trying to escape the world. My hunch is that it's another place where we've been there and we can empathize with that impulse to just get away, to get away from the noise and to find that peace and calm and quiet that we associate with God's presence. But we can't all just run away and escape to the desert or the wilderness or the hills. And so what do we do then? When we're still struggling to find that, that peace, that quiet, that calm. Martin Luther had an answer. Um, and it wasn't maybe what we would expect or associate with the experience of God, but Luther insisted that God was actually closest to us in Christ on the cross. 
closest to us in that moment, that experience of pain and suffering and death. Which is to say that God is closest to us in our experiences of pain and suffering and and death and grief and fear and all of those things. I don't think it's how we usually think about it. And yes, we can find God by getting away and we can find God and I believe God is present in that peace and that calm that maybe we've all felt as well. But when we can't find that, when we seek it out and it's just not there, God finds us. God doesn't wait for us to escape to the stillness and the solitude of the wilderness. God comes to us in the world, joins us in the struggle. So the song that I want to share with you is called Close to You, and it is about that closeness. Not the closeness we feel in the quiet and the calm when we're able to get away but the closeness of Christ who comes to us in the midst of troubled times. In the chaos confusion in the questions why when our hearts Tired and broken And hope Is hard to find You draw me close to Fear overwhelms 
I absolutely believe that those disciples had no idea what they were getting themselves into. That the call to follow Jesus comes with enormous challenges as they found out. That loving our neighbors in a troubled world just isn't that simple. And then when we go out and find and try to do it, as the disciples found out, there is a cost to discipleship. But the call to follow me has never been about doing, but about being close to Christ. My other conviction about those disciples is that they looked at Jesus calling them and they understood that. That whatever would come next, whatever they couldn't foresee, whatever unforeseeable challenges followed, however bad it got, and we know it got bad. This rabbi this teacher, this Messiah, this Son of God would never leave them, would always be close at hand, and somehow that would be enough. And the same is true for us. That whatever we're going through, Christ is close to us, to you. A refuge when the world gets to be overwhelming. Strength 
when the struggle to go on gets a bit much. Presence in times of trouble. Close to you. Amen.